if you're like me, you want to get your business ahead, but there's certain skills you need, but you just don't have. If this sounds like you, then you need to head over to Fiverr. They have a whole array of professionals that can help you in different areas from design to writing, marketing, and more. They have you covered. I seriously can't tell you how much Fiverr.com has helped me along with this podcast. Um, I've used them so much for this podcast. It's been unreal. They make my flyers. They go ahead and um, I hired this guy to help me upload the each episode and in the beginning in order for me to be all over the place it was I was totally going on Fiverr it was I seriously just it's I've gotten so much for my business through them so please use my link which you can find in the description of this episode or you can go to marcellaalonzo.com and book there through Fiverr today you'll be glad you did Hello and welcome to Sunday Fun Day with Marcella Lonzo. And today I have the comic Stephen Briggs. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you so much for coming on. I enjoyed your work and you are a fellow Latino. Uh, believe it or not. <laughs> <laughs> I, ha- I have to tell you the, the joke about... Um, what happened at my grandmother's funeral? So I have a cousin that is like half Puerto Rican, half Irish. Growing oh. up, she looked every bit of being Irish until the day of we're at my grandmother's funeral. She died like back in September and she's walking past the casket. And I go, damn, did you get a BBL? Like, because <laughs> she does not look. I'm like, damn, so you are half Puerto Rican. Look at this. Like. And she looks, she goes, I didn't have no surgery. She's like embarrassed. And I'm like, well, finally something. You you get what I'm saying? Because she's like, so, like full, my aunt, my aunt is like, you know what I mean? Full Puerto Rican. And then she gets with this Irish man and the kid, she spits out a kid looks full Irish. And growing up this kid, nothing. But then when she turned, I'm like, damn, like yeah. I don't even have all that. Like, where did you get that from? <laughs> And you know what's so crazy is like everyone else in my family looks uh, more Puerto Rican than me. So uh-huh. like you normally they say like when you're the different person in your family, you're the black sheep of the family, but they all call me the white sheep of the family. Uh, the white sheep of the family. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me, um, t- sorry, I had to like, I had to bust out with that story, but it so reminded me of my cousin. And then like, cause I like at the middle of a funeral and I'm just was still astonished like that. Like, oh my God, her ass is. Like, I guess it, it touched it somewhere. Like, <laughs> it was inappropriate. Like, kind of <laughs> right over it's my so funny. Like, like, everyone's mourning and you're, and you're just like, oh, damn. <laughs> she had a badonka donk, though. Like, she really did. So tell us, I, you told me earlier where you're from, but tell us a little backstory. Where you're from, uh, what got you into comedy, everything, you know, in between and all that. Tell us more. About yeah, it. yeah. So I was, I was uh, born in the Bronx. Uh, my mom had my older brother when she was 15 years old. So mm-hmm. I have an older brother who's 52 right now. Oh. And he's, yeah, and he has the, the badonkadonk too. <laughs> <laughs> my, mom, my mom's like, my mom's like, look at him. He's 52. He's still at the club shaking his big old Puerto Rican booty. <laughs> He loves to go to the club. He loves bottle service. He just found out about bottle service. That's his thing now. He goes out to oh, nightclubs. He orders bottle service. At 52, that old? 
Yes, yes. He's dancing on the couch like he's the pretty girl. He's like, <laughs> he's actually flying in in a couple of days. And he hit me up. He goes, hey, he goes, you want to go to the club? He goes, I'm going oh. to get, get VIP. You want to go to the club? <laughs> oh, my God. So yes. you, were born, you were born in the Bronx. You grew up there. You have a whole bunch of siblings or? Yeah, I had uh, like uh, my mom had uh, a, one son from another uh, husband and then two from my dad. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So that's why she had uh, the first kid at 15 and then she met my dad later on. And then, yeah, I was born in the Bronx. I got sent to military school in Texas for being a bad boy. <laughs> what exactly? <laughs> I've heard that. What exactly did you do that you got into uh, military school? I think like, the correct question is, what did I not do? What did you not do up in the Bronx? Like, that's like, come on. Like, that's it's kind of I was doing life. everything. I was doing everything. You were doing everything? You were just Any and everything. Yeah, I was doing, I just, I'm a bad boy. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> so you were just like a, like, like an active kid like that. Usually creative kids were not really meant yeah. for school. Like I was. Yeah. And I had an older brother that like, that was so much older than me. So like I was learning about stuff that I shouldn't do, you know, as a kid early mm. on. So mm-hmm. I was already like in the mix of getting in trouble, you know? Oh, and then yeah, my brother, with- my brother is like, uh, you know, he, if you think I'm bad, he's real bad boy. <laughs> oh, yeah. Bad. He's real bad. He's real bad. Oh, Lord. Yeah, don't let don't let him dance around you. So what, what's the age difference between you and your brother then? Like, uh, yeah, how old are you? I'm 35 30. and he's 52. Okay, so that's, uh, I'm not good with math right now after I did my taxes. <laughs> 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 I can't really think right now. But, oh, so he was probably a teenager. Yeah, yeah. So when yeah, when I was uh like a like a baby and everything, he was like uh you know he was like running around doing his wild stuff, you know. Yeah. And then so when I started to grow up, he was already like you know going out to clubs and like partying and bringing a bunch of friends home and you know just like introducing me to all the stuff, you know what I mean? That like I wouldn't learn from hanging out with my friends. Right. Oh my gosh, I can imagine. I can imagine. Yeah. So how long were you in this military school then? Uh, I, I went to military school all of high school, but I went to uh, military school over in Texas for a little bit. And then I, I finished up at Carlsbad. Oh, okay. So that's how you ended up in California. Yeah. Yeah. Begin. So I was going to that one and that one was really crazy. Uh, that military school is like a, like a lawless military school. Like you do whatever you wanted there. Mm-hmm. And so like I was there for a little bit, but then my parents were like, okay, why don't you come over here and go to this one? I was like, all right, cool. I'll go over that one. And then, so I, I, I finished up military school there. I was in uh, San Diego. And then eventually I ended up moving to LA. Oh, okay. So it's been a minute. It's been a minute. You've never really done like comedy in New York or anything. You haven't no. like explored over here. Different field. But this is no, your... I've done, com- I've done comedy in New York, but I didn't start comedy in New York. Okay. You started in... Yeah, I've in- been out there. I've been out there and done shows and stuff like that. But yeah, I didn't. I didn't start there. Wow. So now being raised in New York and then going, because I had, um, I'm originally from the East Coast myself. And um, my background is I'm Puerto Rican and Cuban, by the way. So my one Mm. side's Cuban, one side's Puerto Rican. When I first went to the West Coast, I had a very big reality check. Now, when you first went to the West Coast, how was it a reality check being from the Bronx going to SoCal? 
You know, the first thing I learned, they told me San Diego, they go, is known for having the most fit people in the U.S. And I was like, wow. And then they go, that San Diego is also known for one out of four people having chlamydia. And I was like, Jesus. I was like, the sun's not the only thing hot out there. I'll tell you that. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> sun, I didn't know that. I knew that. It, I can say I remember <clears throat> San Diego. Yeah, because I lived I lived 10 wonderful years in L.A. Uh-huh. Everybody thought I was Mexican, only Mexican by injection, it was, you know, but. Isn't uh, that crazy how in, in, in like uh, California, like people, like if you're a different kind of like Spanish, they always just think Mexican. Yeah. Right. Well, they still I noticed do- that. Well, they I still have, do. They still do. I, hey, I play it up like, oh, they're the, my biggest numbers, Mexico. Thank you, thank you. I never, I never hear anybody in San Diego be like, ask if someone's like Cuban or Puerto Rican. Everyone always just thinks Mexico. Yeah, no, it's crazy. a different world, and that was the. I think it's maybe because uh, Mexico's right there, so they just automatically think. Because, you know, Tijuana border is like, right? I don't know if you ever been. I used to go across oh, Tijuana. Oh, I've, been, I've been in uh, three times in uh, Mexican holding trying to go back and forth. And, uh, I've oh, been detained I thought you were in jail. Mexico. I said, not detained, not, ja- not jail in Mexico. Like, they have stopped me. <laughs> and then I have to, like, prove it. I'm like, do you hear how good my English is? You, <laughs> you get what I'm saying? And I've been put in the little room. Uh, I've been detained uh, more than once. I'm huh. sure you haven't had the pleasure of that, okay? But I have. I, like, I, I, I have well, been racially profiled before <laughs> in my life, stopped, and then put in this room. I'll never forget. I told this, like, on my last podcast that I did, in fact. And I was put in a little room. You ever watch Reno 911 where the guy has the pants, like, up his Yeah, butt, the short again? shorts. Yeah, so I'm there, and it's, like, seven or eight hours. And in comes this guy with a little, like, for INS, short shorts like that and I'm crying and I was like I'm just trying to get a discount on my Botox and he goes let her go and then I was able to walk out <laughs> so he actually saved he actually saved me at that moment for a second because like when I was being detained because I decided yeah. to go alone to Mexico really I was looking at prices for plastic surgery okay I was trying to get a deal of some sort yeah, no, you hey, notice- I feel yeah. you my my mom used to take me down there to get dental done. So <laughs> right. I'm all about it. I used right. to I'm all about and... it too. I thought about it for my gallbladder at one point. I was like, oh my God, nobody's taking this thing out. Do I have to go to Mexico? I was desperate. Hey. But, <laughs> but yeah, I, I was just checking out places and I said, let me just go by myself. And that was the one time because I guess, <laughs> sorry, I thought, I guess they thought I was like transporting something or whatever like why oh, are you wow. going alone or and then I was crying and then in comes this guy with like from like from Reno 911 with the little short shorts and I guess he kind of knew he was a queen you know what I'm saying I'm an LGBTQ ally he, he knew like he's like no that bitch was she was just trying to get some like plastic surgery or <laughs> he knew he saw me he clocked me he's like uh-uh, I know that girl's that's hilarious. Yeah, yeah, I went down. I used to go down there all the time with friends when I was like mm-hmm. 17 and stuff like that to go drink and stuff. And I remember one time we got drunk and this guy ran up and pulled a gun on us and tried to rob uh-huh. us. But we were so drunk. We were just kept on saying, we don't have any money. We, don't, we were just at the ATM. We were standing for the ATM pulling the money out. <laughs> and the guy's like, I know you got money. We're like, we don't have any money. And then my buddy's like, I think that rides for us. The taxi. We just walked into the taxi and drove off. <laughs> oh, damn. Like, I you cannot just believe saying- we just got away with that. 
Wow, you really saved yourself there from Mexico. So what yeah. growing up, growing up, who inspired you to start doing comedy? Like what so inspired you? Yeah, I didn't really like my parents are very uh very religious, so they mm-hmm. I didn't get to watch a lot of TV and I didn't like watch like stand up like I didn't know what that was as a kid. But mm-hmm. the way we used to like entertain ourselves is like telling stories. Like me and my brothers would tell stories to each other. Mm-hmm. So one of my mom's friends thought I was pretty funny and he took me to a show. And he got me like signed up on the show. So they're like, next up, Stephen Briggs. And I was like, oh, there must be another Stephen Briggs in here. And then this <laughs> old man behind me is like, go on up there, young blood. So I just went up there and started telling stories. And then that's how it kind of started. Wow. So this was like, yeah. how old were you then? At what age? Mm, like, I think I just turned 20. Wow. Yeah. Cool. yeah. So you've been doing comedy for a minute. And how was it the very first time? The first time, um, it w- I went way better than I thought it was going to go. Like, people were actually laughing. I didn't expect, I was just like, uh, I guess I'm just going to try to tell some stories. And then uh, this dude came up to me after the show and was like, hey, uh, I want to book you. And I didn't know what that meant because I-, I only heard about getting booked from, you know, going to jail and stuff like that when people go to jail. <laughs> so I was like, what are you talking about? And he goes, no, no, I'll, I'll pay you to do a little spot, like a little, you know, give you a little bit of money. And I was like, oh, cool. So I came down and then I bombed that show. I didn't know what uh-huh. I was doing, but, but then I got into it. I started learning. Okay. You know, started figuring it out and stuff. And then yeah, you gotta write it, the like, I, I was like, uh, I'd never really traveled too much, like outside, mm-hmm. outside the country besides like Tijuana. And mm-hmm. then I got booked on this uh, military tour like a couple of years in and I was like going to see like Japan and all this stuff. I was like, Oh man, I could see the whole country like this. Let, let's go. Let's do it. Damn. So this came, your comedy act just came by like pure luck, pure. Yeah. Pure luck. Pure luck. No, like, I never, never thought about like doing it before. Never like was like, didn't have like, like people are like saying like, you know how other people are like, I used to watch Eddie Murphy and he inspired me to do stand up. I didn't see any of that. Like I didn't know all these people did stand. I didn't watch any of that stuff as a kid. Wow. So you were just like a talent out of nowhere. I think it's just helped because, you know, me and my brothers, the, we just always be telling stories and stuff like that. And you always try to have a better story than your brother because everyone come back and we tell stories to the family and stuff. So I think that kind of helped cultivate it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. The competition. Oh, so it's just, you grew up with a guy. You do look like you grew up with brothers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And everyone always had good stories to tell inside the house. So you'd always want to have a better story. So you'd come back from your day and you try to tell like a better story than whoever is in the house. And my yeah. older brother had the best stories because he was so wild. So everyone was yeah. wild in the house. Everyone's a crazy person. So everyone had good stories. Damn, damn. Three kids in the Bronx. Like I can imagine the trouble you guys got into. Yeah. I used to go hang out with my brother and he would just do crazy stuff. And I'd be like, oh man. So I have wild stories about him and stuff like that. Like he used to make fake business cards that said doctor, uh, uh-huh. Dr. Joey Briggs on it. It had his name and it was a doctor. And he would like see a girl point to her and he'd hand her the card. He'd be like, yeah, we should go out sometimes. Like, oh my gosh, he's a doctor. There's no social media that can find out. So, <laughs> oh my god that's legendary yeah so he'd be taking these girls out and have a good time like go Joey what about but by, by the time they find out when you know eventually you're gonna find out you're not a doctor he goes by that time it's too late oh <laughs> shit. 
I used to lie to people. That's a good yeah. No, when I lived in LA, I told a group of guys, I go, you know what the best hustle is that you do? I go, you see those rental luxury cars? Just rent one of them. And I go, some girl's just going to jump in and fall for that. Like, because I will, like, I would, because sometimes women can be dumb. Like, yeah, like I'm not, and I'm here, I'm talking about myself. Huh? I said, I know I've fallen for it too many times myself. You fall in it. I shouldn't say that. I'm like, I'm going to get a whole bunch of feminists to go. But uh, that's why I'm always friends with guys first before I do anything. I find out the nitty gritty before I get involved. But that's good. I, yeah. But no, in L.A., I've noticed that like in L.A., like a lot of girls, they were getting materialistic. And I remember I told like some male friends, I'm like, just go rent a luxury car for a day and watch. Watch what happens. Yeah. 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 You're, you're putting them on game. Yeah. <laughs> Coming from, I'm like, trust me. I thought, you know, with me, I could like see through stuff because I've like been around the block a few times. But yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, like other people, but oh my God, that's legendary right before social media and all yeah. that. So where where were some of the fa- um, favorite places that you just love touring? I tour every week. So I literally just got back from Colorado Springs. We had um, a whole weekend of shows. They all sold out. So that was great. Um, yeah, it's called Looney's Comedy Club. I was there um, the week before that. I was in Jacksonville um, headlining a bunch of military bases. The week before that, I was doing Alaska um, headlining Coots, which is a great spot. I love Alaska. Um, week before that, I was in Tucson. And now this week, I'm going to be in Lake Havasu doing shows so every weekend we're somewhere different and it's it's fun I love it but but I I love going overseas a lot because I I I never as a kid got to see um any of you know other countries so that like now I'm like getting to do all I like since I started stand-up that's kind of like I've got to see so much of the world and it's like so amazing to me I, I feel like reinvigorated every time I I see some new stuff where all have you been overseas a lot of places i mean i've been to like jordan ethiopia i've been to egypt i've been i did shows in iraq i did shows in japan china thailand um like yeah tons of places Uh, spain italy yeah um what else was i I was just uh damn you've been around yeah hey where did i perform in front of oh is the pantheon parthenon in Greece. Oh, yeah. We did a show wow. in Parthenon in Greece. Wow. Where was your favorite country, though, that you would have to say? Like, or weirdest Europe. audience. I want to know weirdest audience. That's what I should say. Better. Audi- oh, like, yeah. Uh, Columbia. I, I did a show. Uh, Columbia was cool. But, uh, yeah, the weirdest audience? I don't know. But the weirdest. Oh, I guess Vegas. Vegas is the weirdest because... One time I got asked to perform at a spot and I showed up and I didn't know what it was. And it was like a, like a swinger spot or something like that. Oh, and the green door. The green like, door. People are having sex <laughs> up in there. Oh my God. Performing. I'm like, everybody knows in Vegas, that's the green door. I, I've heard stories on stories about that place. Yeah. So you just showed up at the green door one day? They asked me to perform there, but they didn't tell me what it was. So then I showed up and people are, and I showed up late. So people had already started having sex. Oh my God. And so you're walking I walked in. I was like, and they're, they still, I'm like, I don't think this is a good idea to do the show. And they're like, no, we paid you. You're performing. And I was like, okay. And they're telling people to stop having sex so they can watch me perform. And I was like, this is not the performance they want to see right now. <laughs> oh my God. 
That's awkward. That's awkward. You know how hard it is to perform in front of dudes with their boners? Oh, God. That, that's that's a crazy one. That's a, I know that sometimes it could be hard in a comedy when you go to foreign countries because they don't understand sometimes the different language barriers or different sayings. Because like I have a there's a lady that um, I take Pilates from and she's uh, rush, she's Russian and she'll ask me questions like, what does it mean for, about a fly on the wall? And then I have to be have to like explain that oh yeah yeah you know how like in different countries they don't get certain things and like yeah Dang. my pilates one of my pilates instructors she'll ask me different things what what does it mean that the fly on the wall what why don't they just kill the fly on the wall why do they want to yeah. be the fly on the wall yeah i had i had a, a a girl uh and where was i at i think it was china she asked me she goes well, what does dutch oven mean and i said you'll find out tonight <laughs> Put the sheets over your head. Let one go. Oh god. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> oh man. Oh, that's funny. That's yeah. funny. So no so, real big culture shock coming to LA. Like, do you ever come back to New York like for holidays? Or like, did you ever like yeah, because I had a major culture shock though living in LA for a while. Like, and, and, yeah, and I feel pasta. you. You know what I'm saying? Like, like tamales instead of pasteles. Like, how do you handle that? Yeah, that's so. <laughs> yeah, there's only one Puerto Rican restaurant I know about in LA. It's in North Hollywood. Oh yeah, that place. I know that place. One time no. I ate there and Mofancos. Yeah. Yeah, there's only one Puerto Rican, and there's only one Dominican hair salon in all of. Uh, it's in Sun Valley. If you go deep down Laura oh, Canyon wow. and then every Dominican I have ever met in LA, they all seem to be related to that one salon. <laughs> it, it, it was, so that, so I lived a total of 10 years. So I noticed like I would run into them, you know, and I'll be like, Hey, yeah, there's that. Oh, they go. That's my aunt. Oh, that's my, you know, my prima. Like, I'm like, what y'all are related? Like this is pretty yeah. crazy. Hey, but they got a lot of Cuban restaurants out here. Yeah, yeah, they and then they have Portos, which is it's okay, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, it's okay. Hey. It's good. It's good. People go crazy over Portos. They're like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. They they go crazy, but it to me, I'm like that isn't like because my Cuban side, you know, they half of my Cuban side is is in Miami, and that's yeah. a totally different ball game compared oh, to absolutely, absolutely, yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, you guys hey. just mafangos. That's it over there. You're come on, that's you might it. be. You're, you're starving. It. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> My mom comes up and she's like, she's like, what is this? She's like, one right. We got to drive 30, 40 minutes to go there. What? Is, and she's like, it's only three miles away, but the traffic, what the hell? She's like, pissed off. <laughs> there's some big, there's some big, um, there's some big differences on each, but I think this is the thing. After I left the West Coast, mm. now I miss more than ever, like the authentic Mexican food. Mm. And I miss yeah. certain things about LA. Like you don't realize until you leave. And then so I, in 2019, way before the pandemic, I came back to New York and then I started missing certain things. And I was yeah. like, oh my God, I miss Mexican food, real Mexican food. You know, good here. Yeah, it's really good. Just like a stand on the side of the road. You you oh, go yeah. there, they're tearing it up. It's oh that El Pastor here is is off the chain. 
Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So there's like only so it's a culture difference. Like, but I think everybody should kind of live one minute and like a little bit in East Coast and a little bit in West Coast, so they can understand each other. Yeah. yeah oh yeah, I totally agree. It's 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 totally good. So when you when you're mixing in over there in LA, tell me about your LA life now. My LA life. Um. So I do a lot of content here. I make a lot of content. We shoot a lot yeah. of videos. Um, we have like a whole like backdrop. Oh, you know, really right prepared. Yeah, yeah, we serious. get down. It has like it's automatic. It's, it's, let's see what we can do with this. Uh, Let me see. This. Yeah, we got the, <laughs> we got the different colors that come down. Oh man, you got your stuff yeah. like. Yeah, oh. yes, yeah. so we got a whole photography studio in here and we shoot like constantly and we have people coming over filming all the time. Yeah, because so, yeah, I saw like, your YouTube and your, your YouTube is pretty uh, cracking for, uh, you know what I'm oh, saying? Oh, thank you. And yeah. your social, I have to give you very much kudos to all your social media because I've dealt with like a lot of comics before and yeah. I basically was an IG thought. So, and then I made, I wanted to, <laughs> that was my career and I was like, I want to be a producer. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, and I want to yeah, run yeah. people and be That's selected. my dream to be an IG thought. Uh, well, I was an IG I, thought. You can only I, do. I'm always trying to just do that. Shake it out there. <laughs> right. I'm trying to shake it out. There. I'm trying to get my IG thought on. Right. So I went from being an IG thought to now that I'm trying to be a producer and all that. But I sometimes I'm like with comedians, I'm like, I need to know your show dates because I may want to yeah. go see you because also I'm a bit of a chuckle fucker. So yeah, yeah. and I'm like, <laughs> why aren't these people? Like putting their dates and it'll drive me crazy. But you got all your shit together and I could find you and you had your email and, and you know what I'm saying? You're Thank not you. dealing with because uh, some some of them. I get it with some females like you got to deal with somebody like a booker or somebody through. But some got it's like to get to them. It's like hard and stuff. Yeah. yeah but yeah, you got yeah. your stuff going on. I'm trying to. Yeah, always and always making content like when I was just in. um Colorado Springs um I did did one in the shows and these guys come to me after the show they're like hey um we have a tattoo shop in town I'm like oh that's cool and so we're chatting they we exchange numbers for uh and then one of them texts me he goes hey can I come can I tattoo you and I was like you want to come by the hotel room and he's like sure so the next day he came by a hotel room and he brought his buddy and he goes hey we both want to tattoo you I'm like all right cool so they both came up they're both tattooing me where's the and tattoo at I got I got uh they're on my feet, so I got one right there, uh-huh. and another one like I don't know if you can see it. Like another, another one, one right on your foot. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just got two on my feet uh, because you know I don't, I just met them, so you know I'm not gonna do like a five hour piece. <laughs> yeah, but... no, no, no. You know what's crazy is um, this is literally like I guess I was in my early twenties, and then there was this guy that I know, and he was like a tattoo artist, and he was proud, and he had this look like an alien on his arm. And or whatever. And uh, he was always talking about, hey, you want to tattoo people? And I said, you know, like, I just all I've seen is that alien. He goes, hey, it's not an alien. It's my mom. Oh, and this is for real. This was for real. Like, I, he would I'd be like, you want to get a tattoo? You want to get? And I'm like, no, no, I'm like. I, my style is always changing. Hell no. And and he and I go, hey, all I've ever seen is that alien. And he's like, he was serious. He was like mad. Like, no, that's my mom. Like, I'm serious. Wow. <laughs> oh, my word. That's a real fucking story, too. Like, Damn. yeah. 
Yeah, I, I never got, I never dared to get tattooed from him because I, I, I just thought it was some alien thing. And it's like, no, that's yeah, my no, mom. good on you. Good on you. know, some people they'll let anyone tattoo him. Like the guy that was tattooing me, he literally was like, hey, he's like, you want to tattoo me? I never tattooed anyone before. He's like, he put us a thing on there, and he goes, go ahead, and I end up tattooing him. What? Yeah, he let me tattoo him. I was like, "Are you sure you want this?" And he's like, "Yeah, like, hold on, does he know you well?" And because some people, you know, could be really deranged. Like, I knew him less than twenty-four hours. I knew him less. I knew him less than twenty-four hours. Wow. I met him at night, and then he came by the hotel at three p.m. during the day, and then came up to the hotel room, set up a whole like tattoo shop in my hotel room. And then, Damn. yeah, yeah, they were, we were hanging out, they were tattooing me. And then they're like, hey, do you want to tattoo one of us? And I was like, if that's what you want, I'll do it. Damn. Any other perks with yeah. these fans? Any massages? Any like trainings? <laughs> oh, I mean, I've had that happen a couple of times where, where fans have tattooed me a couple of times. You've had that? Wow. Yeah, yeah. Like, it, usually, like, if I meet a fan and they're like, Yo, da, da, da. and then they randomly tell me they own a tattoo shop and we're hanging out. And then they're like, Can I tattoo you? I usually let them tattoo me. Oh, wow. Yeah. I know. <laughs> and this is just, there's nothing in, how do they know? Like, you're the tat, like, hey, give me that tattoo, or just, it just always happens it randomly. Just, it always happens randomly. I remember one time I walked into a 7 Eleven at like 2 a.m. Uh-huh. and uh, this girl walked in and she was like, Hey, I've seen you on uh, TikTok and I was like, oh, cool. And she's like, hold, are you going to be here for a second? I'm like, I'm just buying something. She's like, wait, wait a minute. And she like goes to her car and brings her boyfriend in. And she's like, this is the guy's video. You know, that video I was showing you, this is the guy. And I was like, he's like, oh, hey, what's up? He's like, oh, I, I thought that, you know, he brought up some joke. And he's like, I like that joke. And then he's like, what are you doing right now? And I was like, oh, I'm just grabbing something to drink here. And he goes, hey, you know, we're across the street. I own a tattoo shop. If you want to come hang out where we have drinks and everything. And I'm like, all right, you know what? I'll swing. I'll come through. Why not? I'll hang out. <laughs> okay. So I'm sitting in the tattoo shop. I'm hanging out with them. And then she's like, baby, baby, give him a tattoo. Give him a tattoo. And he's like, you want one? I'm like, let's go, bro. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> so that's just right. Oh, it's, so you're, you have a big tick. I see. I lost one of my TikToks, my big one. And I've been disappointed. And now I'm like fiddling around with three TikToks. So you has TikTok been good for you for marketing? Yeah. Yeah. It's been really good. Yeah. No. So you're gonna start your TikTok over? I'm trying to, but then somebody was like, "You want to?" Um, somebody offered like I could pay them to get it back, but they were like, "Look, it's two thousand, but I'll do it for fifteen if you make a video." And I'm like, "Look, it's not that serious." I'm like, "I'm not gonna yeah. spend money for this damn TikTok back." Like, yeah, you're like, "I'll just start a new one and thought it up again." Yeah. Well, I didn't. <laughs> you know what? I got banned for. I was uh for what? for Nocho Bueno. I was talking about like Christmas Eve the. Nocho Bueno, what we were going to eat, I said, if you, I said something like there was a boat and I was like on a boat and I said, uh, it was like with that cap cut. And I said, who's ready for some like uh, gandules and arroz gandules and pasteles. And then the next day it gets banned. And I'm like, I was covered. Like, what the hell did I get banned? And it said inappropriate. And I'm like, I'm talking about Nocho Bueno. You know what I'm saying? The day before Christmas and I get banned and I'm like, what do they think are the Chinese like do they do they not even understand wow. Spanish I don't know like I've seen I've seen all kinds what? of crazy things I got banned that's yeah. wild yeah and then the other I, I did get warning on two other videos one of them was um 
when people were showing um, their parents and I showed my father and he did have a gun in his hand though. My dad was a, like a bit of a gangster. And then they said for, um, they banned no. that. And I see people with guns all the time. Cause I, I said, well, I was raised by a Cuban gangster. And they said, we will not. They sent me back a thing. We do not promote criminal activity. I'm like, he's dead. <laughs> How can he be a criminal if he's dead? It was some video where they were showcasing their family. And they sent me that warning, like, we're not promoting criminal activity, but the criminal's dead. Like, so oh, that wow. got in trouble, that got flagged. And then another one that I just had my pink flogger with me, um, I, I you couldn't even see it. It's like, a, you know what a flogger is? Like, yeah, I, of course. Yeah, yeah, I'm a little bit. I've been hit by one once or twice. <laughs> I've hit a lot of people before in my life with a lot of different apparatuses <laughs> and enjoyed it quite a bit. But uh, yeah, I just, I showed it for a second in a video and then they, they put that for section. I was like, okay, a flogger, I get it. You know what I'm saying? And then, but and I see people do all kinds of crazy stuff. Like, and wow. I'm like, but the, the one that got me that I lost it was because I know to went right before Christmas Eve. And, um, and I was just talking about what I was going to have for, you know, what we normally eat. Yeah. <laughs> what you're accustomed to. Yeah. In your house. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. And I thought that was so weird. And I'm like, like what is going on with tiktok so i was like you know what and then now i do i'll be honest like i'm like i hope they do get banned i hope they do get banned because my facebook is better than my facebook is like the biz my facebook is like the biggest one and same thing with ig you know what i'm saying ig gives me trouble but facebook like for i have a facebook fan page that's like the big you have a facebook fan page right Yeah, yeah yeah keep on posting on there okay in case tiktok if it's easier to grow Okay. I I am just lucky yeah. that I get Indian and Arabic men and different, you know, men in these foreign countries that all want to marry me, but they don't realize what the hell they would be in for. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm lucky because they like me, they promote me, and it ain't going there no merit, you know what I'm saying? But uh, it, so it, that, I don't know, my Facebook is like the easiest one to grow. TikTok, I never had success like other people i'm glad though i'm glad i've seen comics get it because there was one particular comic sarah contreras that um i interviewed actually on my show i that's how i found her and she's some she's one of the rare few comedians along with george carlin that i remember her whole act so i I found her yeah she's a puerto rican comic uh based on the east coast yeah so i was able to find her with you i found you it was ig and, oh, then, okay, cool. and then it was, and then I saw another skit and I'm like, oh, he's Puerto Rican. Look, I got to get, have him on. <laughs> like, yeah, so, yeah bringing it yeah, on, <laughs> bringing yeah. it on, representing. So what, hopefully with my show, I can bring on other Latinx, I'll say Latinx because of both genders, uh, you know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. Onto my show. Cause I'd like to do that. Yeah. That's yeah. great. Cause we I need more it. representation. Amen. Yeah, we do need more representation yeah. than anything else because you don't see too much of us. Like, yeah, yeah, of course, of course. Yeah, you know? I totally agree. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. So do you, keep... do you do you are you closer with your your Cuban side of your family or Puerto Rican side of your family? So my mother's side is Puerto Rican. Um, now my mother's father is Cuban though descent Cuban descent, like um so pretty and we have Tahino in our background so the indigenous yeah. I don't know if you've yep. tested your blood but when I tested mine it was like all indigenous and I was like what the yeah. hell 
Um, but yeah, so that's so, like the mixture of uh, Puerto Ricans. Taino, the the, the natives, the and, natives. Taino is the native Puerto Ricans yeah. yes, that were there course. before, before, and then Christopher Columbus came and you know, yeah, just they had their way with the the woman. You know, we were so yeah. spicy and so good looking. They just wanted us. Exactly. Those, that's those why. That's why Puerto Rico keeps on winning Miss Universe. Yeah, yeah. So, um, I, you know, that my Cuban side is so much different than my Puerto Rican side. Yeah. It's just so you you probably understand. You know, even yeah. though they both are Spanish speaking, and the flag looks similar, some of the yeah, it's just different similar. colors. It's different colors, but it's also there's so many different things, and politically. The Puerto Ricans and then the Cubans are two different things. And I have yeah, some, yeah, yeah. I have some family that lives down in Miami, and sometimes they put certain posts, and I'm like, "Tell me you've never left Miami without telling me you never left Miami," because I feel like in Miami it's a bubble of Latinos over there. Yeah, you know, even going to the two different like I went to Havana and I hung uh-huh. out in Havana for like two weeks, and I've been to Puerto Rico. They're way different too. Do they say you look like a young Fidel right now? <laughs> they do. Everyone does tell me that. You do look like a young Fidel. Yeah, I put a cigar in my mouth. Oh, that it's over. <laughs> oh, God. How was it there, though? Tell me, so Cuba, how I, was it? I loved it. I Where really, did you stay? Really, I stood, uh, I rented a house. Oh, Airbnb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Airbnb, like a two-story house. It was cheap. How much was it? I, I didn't pay. I rented. Uh, I split it with a buddy, and I think we both were paying like maybe like a hundred dollars a wow. day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't bad for a two story house. Wow! I yeah, used yeah. to have a babysitter from um, Cuba for my younger daughter, and she lived with me. And um, she told me the story. Like, so basically, in Cuba, they ration all the people there in Cuba, not the Miami Cubans, because it's way different culture. But she was telling me basically like. Uh, let's say you ran out of eggs and you needed some eggs. Well, you might go behind the tree with your neighbor to get some eggs and do some business to get some eggs. Because <laughs> it's so you, bad. I got, I got me some eggs. <laughs> I got me. So she was telling me, you know what I'm saying? Like, she told me the story. Like, basically, she was kind of telling me, like, you know, prostitution's okay if you got to go feed your family. But yeah, she told me, because um, it's so bad over there, because of the way they ration the foods and stuff. Oh yeah! Wow. That's yeah. Wild. Yeah. You haven't, you haven't been to Cuba yet? No, no. Everybody goes. Have you been to Cuba? No, and I haven't been. I want to go to Puerto Rico too. Um, that's. I like oh, to yeah, buy back some land. Yeah. Where have you yeah. been to Puerto Rico? Yeah, yeah. I got a bunch of my cousins live there, and my my uh, aunts and everything. Yeah. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you performed there or no? No, I haven't got to perform there yet, but I keep people keep on hitting me up to perform out there. And I, I'm like, OK, I'm going to make the move and do it. Yeah, but, you have to. You have yeah. to represent. Yeah, I got to go out there. So I keep on getting messages about it. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to find a venue. I'm going to set it up. And it's going to happen. No, I, w- I want to go and I want to buy I want to buy land because um, the they're saying there's something about buying back the land. If you do have like Puerto Rican ancestry and all that. So, yeah. I wanted to do that, but the, there's parts of Puerto Rico um, I've heard that's like really expensive now because yeah, yeah, so yeah. many people have gone there because of like uh, influencers, the people like uh, that made a lot of money off Bitcoin or whatever, or yeah. currency, they're going there and 
like everything else, genderifying things. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know how it is. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, I know about the gentrification. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially in New York. Oh, God. Well, they. I've heard there's parts of the Bronx they gentrified. Yeah, 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 yeah. I have to see that to believe hey, I, it. I heard, I heard, I heard. There's uh, in Brooklyn. There's it got gentrified so bad. Now you guys got you got guys with twisty mustaches and monocles riding around. Oh no, they put a city bike. This is when I knew there's city bike everywhere now. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like Easter Central. Like, yeah, no, uh, <laughs> it, it 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 pretty much is like it. And and Bushwick, what was funny is after the pandemic, I was trying to move in there and I got like discriminated moving into Bushwick. And my family's like, why do you want to go to Bushwick out of all places? And I, and it's, I couldn't even get into Bushwick. I was like, the gentrification is real. They're sweeping out all the Puerto Ricans. That's what I say. They were, I think Granham Avenue, they were trying to take down the sign. That was a whole protest. Oh, damn. Yeah, yeah. Have you always there, been in New York? Uh, no, because I had I I did I did uh three years in I I I grew up in Tampa, Florida. Oh, okay. And um, three years in Vegas, and then I was about ten years in LA. Ten wonderful. Oh. I loved LA. I miss yeah, LA yeah. all the time. Um, now being here in New York, so now I've been back in New York since uh, 2019. But I pretty much grew in Tampa. Oh wow! And Tampa was trash growing up. Oh okay. Like, Vegas, Vegas—that's a—that's a wild place to live. I didn't like living in Vegas, to be honest. There's, yeah, I never, yeah. It is. It. It's just not. Um, I think LA is the spot. Don't you agree? Especially if you're creative, you can yeah, get anything well, done. Yeah, exactly. And and I feel like Vegas is like there's always something going on, and so like there always someone hitting you up be like hey let's let's go out to this it's like you can get carried away doing stuff you know and not doing what you're really supposed and to and then when you live in vegas you don't want to dare go to the strip you're like yeah ah. it ain't close to like if somebody wanting to go to Times square you're like oh no yeah I don't yeah, yeah, it, yeah I, I work in vegas a lot and every time if some friends are like let's go to the strip i'm like the strip sucks oh god yeah i like no, go to fremont that's where all the locals go Oh, oh well, it's better because it's 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 everything's walking distance. But in in on the strip, that's the big problem. Like nothing's walking distance. It's yeah, all yeah. Fremont, it's, you can meet up with some friends. You can like walk around a few different spots. You know. Oh, they must have cleaned it up because that was many many years ago. But the place I did I did if I had a choice of my life, I would go in between L.A. and New York because like uh like I said, I'm a chuckle fucker and I love like. <laughs> I love uh, stand-up comedy, and I love my favorite place in the world is the comedy store. I used to love going oh, yeah. there because you would see I would see and discover different comics. Yeah, and that was cool. And I uh, love the Laugh Factor too as well. Um, you know what I mean? So between those two spots, like I, I'm, I've never been a concert person at all. I'm not. Okay. A, that's why I love comedy. That's why I have this show. I love comedy. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Oh, that's awesome. That's really yeah. cool. I, I don't like music or musician. I, I could have any musician by me. You could offer me. I've even been offered Beyonce tickets. I'm like, no, 
No, I don't want those. Oh, oh, okay. I'm like, no, no, I prefer comedy. Like, I'm. Oh, wow. I, I should, I should be a comics best. I'm like the comics best. Uh, <laughs> you need like 30 of me's every time you go perform. Yeah. You know what I'm saying <laughs> to show up, but. Yeah, like that's what I did love about LA. I loved hiking. I loved like the comedy store for a night yeah. off because it's perfect. It's intimate and you meet, see different people. And then I love uh, in New York, my favorite place so far is the stand. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 yeah where where you go that. hiking in Runyon Canyon? Uh, I did Runyon, Fryman. I used to use um, an app and I went everywhere. Yeah, it's like, good hiking. No. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's what's good that you don't have in New York because like, uh, you you know you can go and just get high and just get your exercise on and yeah everything. What type of activities are you enjoying in LA so far? I got a boxing gym right next to my place that I go to. It's like oh. uh, two blocks from my house. Okay, what part of town are you in LA? Sorry for I'm not trying to be stalkerish for any of my fans, <laughs> but. Are you in, in the West Valley Ho- or the, oh, you're in West Hollywood. Yeah, yeah, but I've lived all over. I've lived in Koreatown. I've lived in Van Nuys. I've lived in North Hollywood. Um, oh, I always yeah. was North Hollywood. I love yeah, North Hollywood. Hollywood. Cool. Yeah, yeah, me North too. Hollywood. North Hollywood's uh, even built up even more now. It's like they've really expanded it to like kind of like trying to make it like this arts district. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they were doing that when I was there and I, I enjoyed it. West Hollywood, uh, like it was cool. My one, all my gay friends lived there and they would never want to leave like that little space it's because it's popping no they're they would be like no no we're i'm not going to the valley Ew, i can't be seen in the valley yeah and then all yeah, of a sudden you know, oh, a I have strip a- of where in, in uh, west hollywood with all the the gay bars that place is always popping but the last time i was there everything was shut down i was like and i was oh, there really? maybe a, well it just wasn't the same i Probably? saw a lot of businesses shut down right on santa monica i was like what's going on it was because of covid no no it this was already after covid this was just exactly a year ago and i was and it's funny i went to a cvs and there was a queen there and i said what's going on because i always like to stay at that ramada you know i'm a i'm by myself a female and i just want to be safe so i stay at that ramada in west hollywood And I go there and it's all these straight guys, right? And I'm like, what's going on? So I go to the CVS and the guy at CVS goes, yes. He goes, the straight people are everywhere now. They're ruining things for us. They're going to bring the property value down. The, this is the CVS worker. Because I was like, what's all these straight guys like going on? Like, what's going on over here in West Hollywood? That's what it is. Straight guys. Yeah, and I'm like, I'm not staying at this Ramada. I think I'm going to go stay in the valley now. Like, and I'm here I am avoiding the valley, you know, where I used to live. I'm like, oh, I'll stay at the Ramada. Yeah. It's safe for me. I'm walking out. Nobody's going to look at me. Nobody's going to pay attention to me. And I walk out and I'm like, oh, my God, I. I got to dial it down like I'm in New York on the subway again. Because when I go, I look like a homeless person, you know, like when I go on the subway, so I don't get harassed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, I'm like, oh, my God, I can't even walk around here anymore. So it's why did you move out of L.A.? Because you you liked it a lot. Why you said, why did you? I said, why did you move out of L.A.? Because you said you liked it so much. I had a weird psychic feeling and I just moved. I can't explain it. 
when something right. tells me to move, like you ever had that feeling, like something tells you to move, you got to move. And that's why I moved to, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's something just yeah. it was a very weird feeling. And then I moved and then my father, right when I moved, it was kind of meant to be because my father passed away and I had to handle some business in Florida. So it, it kind of worked out. <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? It, yeah. it, in a weird, in a weird way, but I can't explain it. Like sometimes something tells me to do it and I just need to do it. Yeah. Intuition, right? Yeah. You ever get that shit? What intuition? Yeah. I, I, yeah. Like sometimes I'll get that. Like if I'm at a friend's house or I'm in a restaurant and I got to use the bathroom, but I have a feeling that they might not have toilet paper. And I run in there really quick and I look and they don't. And I'm like, thank God I, I stopped myself. <laughs> I wouldn't know how to get out of this situation. Oh, thank God. Yeah. Let me check what they've got. Oh, no, yeah, yeah. you're looking. Yeah, they don't have toilet paper. Let me double check. Okay, let me get the paper towels real quick. <laughs> one time one time I messed up. I sat down, and then I, I didn't look before, and then I looked over to no toilet paper. I had to call the, the, the Starbucks I was in and have them. I was like, please, can you bring toilet paper here? And they're like, we don't have any more. We're out. And I was like, what do I do? I'm stuck in here. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. No, I've had some powerful... Yep like weird feelings and stuff like that. And, but uh, you just have to follow it. You know what I'm saying? You have to follow like what that internal feeling that you feel some kind of way. So, yeah. So Steven, what, speaking of internal feelings and all that other stuff, what are your plans for your future with your comedy? So right now I'm working on writing a new pilot. So I've written a couple of things and I'm pitching stuff right now. I'm doing that. Um, mm-hmm. Touring a lot. Um, putting together a special to shoot. So I'm doing that as well. And then just making a ton of content like all the time. So that's what, pretty much what I'm doing right now. Yeah. You sound like my life. Yeah. So uh, hey. you've thought about, are you in SAG or no? Or are you just yeah. writing? Oh, you yeah, are yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. I've I, I acted on like a few shows and stuff like that, and I do some acting, uh, like commercials and all that stuff. So I still audition and stuff like that, but I I feel like that's like a world that you can't really control. So yeah, I don't like- no, I have but- I've had my SAG card since two thousand nine, and mm. I played Octo Mom in a movie, and that's how I got it. Oh, nice. And, yeah, but it was Octo yeah. Mom. Hey, get it. <laughs> Get you know it. what I'm saying? But I got that yeah. card. And you're right, though. What's good is, though, once you get the insurance, that's cool. And then you kind of do yeah. have to, as an entertainer, what I have learned and what we have to do is you have to, like, write your own stuff and pitch it and push it and all that. Yeah, because I don't want to just be sitting here, like, twiddling my thumbs, waiting for an audition, and then you audition, and then you're like, I hope they call me back. Then you get the call back and you're like, okay, oh, cool. And you do the audition again. Then they put you on a veil and you're like, oh, Lord, please, please. please, please." And you sit there and then they they don't call you back if you don't get it. So then you sit there and you're like, a month's gone by. You're like, maybe there's still a chance. Yeah. No, they, and I feel like sometimes they have you so submissive, the agents and the managers, like so submissive to them. Yeah. The way to go is kind of just to create. And thank God we have, even though it's annoying and like we have to do daily, thank God, like with social media, we are in charge of our own destiny. I'm telling you, that's why I'm trying to be an IG thought. Yeah. Well, you're trying to be an IG thought. Yeah. 
Yeah. People say I have no butt. They say I have no butt. So I'm trying to be the first thotty without a body. First thotty without a body. (laughs) Well, I was, no, I was first a stripper for many years. And then I got like, got on MySpace and then I got on like IG or whatever. And it didn't, it didn't, I'll be honest, like for real, it didn't satisfy me to be an IG thought. Like I was like, no, I I want more. I want yeah. more. So I always dreamed of being um, like basically a Puerto Rican Johnny Carson. Oh, I like it. Yeah. That's yeah awesome. Female version. Yeah. Yes. I would, and then I always admire, um, what is his name from Saturday Night Live? Lauren Michaels. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've always admired, I always liked him, like, because that was the show that I grew up with. And I was like, oh, I want to be him. He doesn't have to perform yeah. or do anything. He just sits there, picks them, and we're, I'm like, what a spot. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like and, and uh yeah. So we it's we do have to like create and take creative control to get us our work because we can't sit there around and wait for other people to uh opinionate what we might be or what we might be able to play or what we cast as. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You, you know what I'm saying? So. Yeah, yeah, you know what's crazy? I used to, I used to work, uh, perform at a strip club. Oh, you did? What strip club did you perform at? Uh, it's called Sapphires. Oh, in Vegas. Yeah, we used to have a variety show there. Wow, yeah, I, I didn't there. know that. Yeah, they have a nice theater room in the side. The place is so it's like the biggest strip club in the U.S. I think. I took these in Miami. I know no, my no, strip. No, it, no Tootsie's oh, in Miami is the biggest oh. strip club. I'm challenging you. Oh, <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sapphire, they're not that they, I remember they did have, um, I actually worked there many, many moons ago. Um, but yeah, I knew they were big. I remember they had a mail review, but I didn't know they did comedy for a minute. Yeah, they we had like a, a regular show for a while. Wow, were people yeah. coming in? Yeah, and it's like a beautiful the- like theater room. It's really nice. They got like a secret karaoke room in the back. They got a whole like kitchen where you can eat and have like food and stuff like that. They have a big pool in the back where they throw parties. They have like a whole upstairs. It's it's pretty oh. big. But like for the comedy show, did were a lot of people showing up or were girls giving lap dances like you're doing your line? And well, it's, she- it's separated. Like it's another whole another section of the club. Oh, so okay. When you, they walk you in, you walk in over there. And then after the show, if people want to, they can walk into the strip club area. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. but there was like no like craziness going on during the show. Oh, Unless darn! That lap dance. Oh, darn! <laughs> oh, actually, the the men of Sapphire used to perform there too. Yeah, yeah, I remember when I was there, they would have the men perform, and uh, and then it changed, and um, it was I would have the many... same changing room as them too. You had the same as the girls. Uh, no, as the men of Sapphire. Oh, okay. Used to change next to the guys. Oh, the male strippers. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. That's I had so fun. many. I, I had so many dicks brush up against my knuckles. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say you shared with the girls. Now that would have been an interesting story if you had to share with the strippers. Like, okay, tell me that story, but just the male strippers. Oh wow, that's crazy. Yeah, I mean, I, they... yeah. 
I I used to like be there, so uh, I'd close out the show, and then they'd come up and perform right after. So I'd see like the beginning of the show. I see the first act, and so I remember one time I I uh, went up for my performance night. The owner was there, and I go, guys, this is my last comedy show I'm doing. I'm actually trying to follow my dream of becoming a Sapphire's male dancer. I'm like, hit the music, <laughs> and I did the whole first routine. I was doing the whole dance and everything. I took my shirt off and threw it to hit the owner in the face. I was like, oh. <laughs> He's like, and then I'm like, so what do you think? And he's like, no, no. He's like, put your shirt back on. He's like, gross. Oh my God. (laughs) I've never heard of a, and I actually worked at that club. That's the craziest thing, but I've never heard of a, Wow, was it male or female comics or a mixture? Somebody had a a mixture. And and, and they also had a magician. Oh, a magician. Like, yeah, oh. he's really good named Andre. He used to do this crazy thing where he'd have like this like menu and he'd open it up and show you and then close it and put it on the floor and he'd start pulling all these handkerchiefs out and then he'd go like this and shake it and this big cat would come out. Like fall a out. big cat. Yeah, a massive cat, like a live cat would fall out. Like a real cat he would bring in a his- real cat. People would go crazy, they lose their mind. I remember the first time I saw it, I lost my mind. I was like, this is insane. Oh, wow. Oh, he was a good magician. He's really good. He's really, really good. Oh, okay. Yeah, you have to be a very good magician for nowadays for me to be, like, really impressed. Like, Yeah, it's it's crazy. I've actually worked with a lot of magicians. Like, I was just literally doing a show with a magician um, last week. I was opening uh, for this guy named Johnny Ace Palmer. He's considered the best close-up magician in the world. Mm-hmm. He was actually on Letterman. He did magic on Letterman. That's how good he oh, is. Oh, wow. And he does this trick with these cups. Like, uh, you know, you, you've seen that. They have it in New yeah, York. Yeah, 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 yeah. The balls. Yeah. So he starts doing the cups and the balls. And he's like, he asked somebody, he asked these girls, he goes, what do you think the cups are? Or the balls are? And they're like, they're like pointing different spots. And he goes, well, isn't it crazy if the ball wasn't there anymore? And he pulls it up. He goes, live baby chicks. And he pulls up and there's live baby chicks. Like, oh, wow. On, on the thing. Yeah, like. Wow. It's nuts. It's crazy. Yeah, when they get animals, that's what I'm kind of wondering. Like, how do they do that? Like, where do they put hiding the animal? Like, this guy does like baby chicks, a rabbit, doves. He's doing like, it's a full on, like, I'm like, so he's got to take those animals with him. Imagine touring with animals. Uh uh. I shared the hotel room with the animals. One of the doves attacked me at night. One of the doves tucked you had it. So you had to go share a room with him and one of the doves attacked. Attack, oh my yeah. I said, I said, I said, you might want to get this dove checked. I think this is a pigeon. It's got pigeon tendencies. <laughs> my oldest daughter is scared of pigeons. And you know what I do sometimes is I send her pictures of pigeons throughout the day. Like she, <laughs> she's so scared, and I'll send her pictures of pigeons like doing stuff or whatever. One time there was a lady on Union Square and you see all these pigeons and they're like stuffed animals. And I, I sent her the picture and I said, I've got you some, uh, uh, I got you a gift, by the way. Look, I'm going to send you some of these pigeons. <laughs> She's like so scared. I go, why are you scared of pigeons out of all stuff? Yeah. But I'm scared of lizards. So she's like, watch, I'm going to get you one day with a lizard. Like well, Lizards are kind of crazy because they could just lose their tail and grow it back. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, when I was in kindergarten, my kindergarten teacher, a lizard ran up her pant leg and she's shaking and moving around and she's scared. That's where I got. That's how I first became scared of lizards. 
Because you imagine you're five years old and you're, you know, you have trust with your kindergarten teacher and I'll never yeah. forget her name was Miss Honeycutt, right? And a lizard crawls up her pants and I see the lizard and she had tight on pants too. And they're, it's crawling up and she's shaking her leg and she's shaking it and she's shaking it and she couldn't get the lizard up and it just went up there. And I'm five years old watching that shit like, oh my God, like that. And I wow. never, I think there was a period of time I was like, I'm just wearing dresses. And my mom's like, yeah. no, you got to wear pants. And I was like, oh, hell no. Because we had like wow. lizards everywhere. You know, that reminds me of now, because you asked earlier, what is the craziest place I ever performed? Actually, I think it, it's uh, Guantanamo Bay. I performed oh. in Guantanamo Bay. And they had a lot of iguanas there, like tons, like in the hotel rooms and everything. Oh. Yeah, they're coming at you. Like, I was like, oh, shit, they're everywhere. Damn. Yeah, no, they have those at Fort Lauderdale, those crazy, those big old nasty iguanas, yeah. right? I'm scared. Yeah, they're massive. Oh, I'm scared of those. those Imagine things. that crawling up your leg. Oh, oh <laughs> no. Or like you're sleeping and it's right next to you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, that's the worst. <laughs> yeah, it's like looking at no, you. It's no, no, like... my cat. There was we've only I've only had one mouse in the house recent, like about, and that was over two years ago when it was real bad and snowing. And my cat had the mouse, and you hear. <laughs> and that night, I was like, and then they were killing it. They because I have two cats, so they're like tossing, they're playing like tossing the mouse back and forth and like hitting it and heading it back and forth and then i was so scared i said i'm locking these two bitches out of my there nobody's coming into my room with a mouse in there and putting their right because she sleeps on top of me i'm like hell no they had that in their mouth i locked those cats out i said let them go to town i don't know where that mouse went but it disappeared but they were like they were like just like a little ball like hitting him and the mouse was still alive like with one eye open he was still alive, like taking this torture, and I'm scared to death. The mouse was probably he couldn't this run size. away. He couldn't like, run away. Huh? Oh, he he they 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 tortured that poor. Thank God I'm I'm I only use clips of this. This is not YouTube safe, but uh, they that poor mouse did took a number of torture. Like he what was a goner. Hey, I let I let him. I had to. It's my don't. I, you know how New York is with the mice and the rats. You got oh, to, yeah. you got to. You got hey. to. There's a reason they have bodega cats. Yeah. There yeah. we go. There we go. Hey, you can't get between them and that mouse. No, hell no. Well, thank you. Thank you so much, Stephen. It was a joy to talk to you. You're so much fun. Um, Absolutely. Please, please tell my audience where they can find you, all of your social medias and everything. Yeah, you can find me at Stephen Briggs Comedy on Instagram, on TikTok, and YouTube at Stephen Briggs Comedy. Yes. Well, thank you. Thank you so much for being on Sunday Fun Day. Thank you. I had a great time. Great time.